This is the World Industrial News for Thursday, June 9th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part one of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. Hi, thanks for joining us today. Today we're joined by Dr. J. Patrick Kennedy, founder and CEO of OSI Soft. Hi, Pat. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for inviting me, Megan. We're also joined by John Matranga, the Director of Business Incubation and Acceleration. Hi, John. Hi, pleasure to be here. Thank you for joining us. I'm Megan Latonin, the Market Principal for Government Relations and Community, and we wanted to take some time to talk with Pat about global warming. So, Pat, you recently wrote a couple of papers on solving global warming with Pi and the mitigation of global warming with IoT and AI. The Pi system, of course, has a major role to play in the mitigation of global warming. Can you explain that a little bit more to us? Um, explain the importance of the Pi system within this and the foundational infrastructure. Uh, if there are 20 things, and one being AI, that all need reliable data quality, what does that look like and how can we leverage software and sensor data to address how it might be used to reduce the amount of GHGs in the atmosphere? One thing that struck me is I came across a paper by our EPA that identified exactly where the generation of greenhouse gases was coming from. And as people would expect, it was the, the big players, the transportation, electric utilities. And then as we looked more into these industries, we could see a lot of them were designed to run independently. And in so doing, they consumed a lot of energy just to be able to be independent. For example, are in the power business and you want to supply power to the wall, there's only one reliability and it always has to be there, which means if you just need a little bit of power, you still have to fire up a, a plant. You still have to produce that power. And that independence is very expensive to run. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. New York recently announced its largest land-based renewable energy procurement to date with awards for 22 large-scale solar and battery energy storage system projects. Governor Kathy Hochul's office said they will strengthen the state's current pipeline of renewables to account for more than 66% of its energy production portfolio. Industrial Info is tracking more than $17 billion worth of active solar and BEST projects across New York. Similar to long-term goals found in other states, such as California, New York's 2019 Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act vowed to fully decarbonize the state's electricity generation by 2040, with an interim goal to obtain 70% of its electricity from renewable sources by 2030. United States Steel Corporation recently marked its investment in a pig iron caster at its Gary Works facility in Indiana. 
The $60 million project investment comes at a time when steel producers are dealing with a global pig iron supply issues due to Russia's war with Ukraine. The caster will produce 500,000 tons of pig iron per year to feed the company's electric arc furnaces, including meeting up to 50% of the ore-based metallics needed for the Big River Steelworks in Osceola, Arkansas. Iron ore from U.S. Steel's Mintac and Keytac Minnesota ore operations will feed the caster. The solar power industry was one of several electric power industry supplier groups that welcomed President Joe Biden's June 6 decision to invoke a Korean War-era federal law, the Defense Production Act, to accelerate domestic production in five key energy technologies, solar, electric transformers and electric grid components, electric heat pumps, insulation and electrolyzers, fuel cells and platinum group metals. U.S. energy security will be bolstered by creating a vibrant industrial base that meets the needs of the burgeoning renewable energy sector, President Joe Biden said. Before the onset of the war in Ukraine, much of the talk in energy circles was on hydrogen hubs and carbon capture and storage centers. Crude oil prices, however, were on the rise even before the war as federal stimuli and pandemic cabin fever broke to put pressure on existing supplies. That forced Biden to issue pleas for more oil, while at the same time advocating for a cleaner energy sector. To that end, Biden has invoked the Defense Production Act to help steer contracts to support certain industries. The measure covers solar power, electric grid components, heat pumps, and insulation, as well as fuel cells and electrolyzers that can help facilitate hydrogen production. And in a move announced as having the goal of defending consumer versus big oil, governments including the U.S., the U.K., and India are considering or have implemented windfall profit taxes on oil companies. With oil prices currently hovering around $120 and stuck well above $100 for months now, both houses of Congress are reportedly considering legislation aimed at taxing what are considered excessive oil company revenues. Money collected from such a levy would fund rebates to taxpayers to ease their economic pain in a time of rising inflation. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.